Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I am Sister B. I appreciate you tuning in again. I give honor to God the Father, His Son Jesus, who is Lord of my life, and the Holy Spirit. Now, Father, I thank you for another opportunity to minister your word to the lives of people. I ask that you loosen the soil of their hearts, prepare their hearts in order to receive your word, in order that they may live a fruitful life in Christ Jesus. And I ask that you give me the grace to give what you have given me. All this I ask in Jesus' name. I thank you, God. Amen. We've been talking about strongholds, and it will do well to repeat the definition. It's a fortified place to fortify through idea of holding safely. And to fortify means to provide a place with defensive works as protection against attack. It's an argument. In this case, it's actually with God's instruction, an argument with God's instruction in his word and being led by his spirit when it's different from what we're accustomed to. Because the argument is based on those things which our mere human confidence is imposed. And we argue with God and his word through the unrenewed mind. That's the part of our thinking and understanding that has not looked into or considered the word of God and has not consulted with God about matters. Therefore, the unrenewed mind argues by taking precedence and first place over the instruction of the Father found in his word. And we, we are the Father's children, those of us that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and the Father wants his children to live a blessed and full life because we're his. We're born of his spirit, and there's no lack in him. And it's not necessary that we fall behind in any area of our life. And just like your children are a reflection of you, our life is to be a reflection of who he is. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, and see the way the Father wants us to live. I'll be reading verse 9 out of the Amplified and verse 13 out of the King James. It reads, The Lord will establish, establish you as a people, holy and set apart to himself. Just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk, that is, live your life each and every day in his ways. Verse 13 in the King James. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Praise God. And in the New Testament, 1 Peter 2, verse 9 says, 
We are a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation to show forth the praises of God. That's who we are. That's who we are. And that's your father. Excuse me. And your father, he has the power to do what he said about you as his child. Now, this can't happen. This won't happen if we harden our heart. Not if we harden our heart or resist or are disobedient. Hebrews, the third chapter, verse 15 says, Harden not your heart while it is said today. If you will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation. And that goes back to the children of Israel. Yet it holds the same for those of us that are born, born again believers today. So we need to be receptive and open and willing to do what the Father instructs us to do in his word and by the leading of his spirit. Do you want your children to do what you say? It's the same with our Heavenly Father. And is Jesus Lord of your life? Not just Savior. Is he Lord of your life? See, the word Lord in itself means governor. Is he the governor of your life? Well, praise God. To begin to, begin to break, break, <laughs> start again, B. To begin to break straight, <laughs> to begin to break strongholds that try and strangle our life, an exchange needs to take place. Because when we make changes, there's a void there. And we need to fill it so the vacuum won't suck the old into it. Let's go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, starting at verse 22, and I'll be reading out of the Amplified Bible. It reads that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self completely, discard your former nature, which is being corrupted through deceitful desires, and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh untarnished mental and spiritual attitude, verse 24, and put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature created in God's image, God-like in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in, a, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. Praise God. So we read that in regard to being renewed in the spirit of our minds and breaking strongholds in our life. We must reject the old behavior. We don't do that anymore. Even if we don't know what to do, don't do anything. Just, just don't do nothing. Wait, because we need to get a different reference point from which we know. Let's go to Joshua, the first chapter, excuse me. Yes, first chapter, verse eight. Verse 8 reads, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. The King James says you will have good success. Praise God. Psalm 119 Verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, when we read and meditate on the word of God, which is what helps it get into our heart, 
we not just read it for a different reference point, but meditate on it and think on it, it gets into our heart. It begins to take root and renews our mind. And this is the thing now. When God gives us a different reference point in his word, he expects us to walk in the light that he gives us. Now, we don't understand everything. We're not going to understand everything we read. But what we do know to do and what we do understand, he expects us to walk in that light and do it. And the word as we go about our day and live. Because, see, remember, God is our parent now. We're born of his Holy Spirit now. When we go about our day, the word will begin to come to mind and come up in our heart. We put it in our heart through reading and meditating on it. And when we begin to do what it says by becoming receptive, that's putting on the new man. That's putting on the new man. And the renewing of the mind takes place this way. Praise God. So look here. I want to pose some questions for thought. Just think about this. How does your life look? Are there areas that need adjustments to reflect you being a child of God? Does your life look like the people of the world that are without God, having no guide or overseer, left to themselves or their own devices, just to muddle through. Muddle through means to make do or cope. Well, children of God don't just cope. We don't have to cope. We don't have to make do. God has made it possible for us to thrive because we have a new nature living on the inside of us. We are new creatures in Christ. Second Corinthians 5th chapter, 17th verse says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We have a new nature. We have a new father. We're in a, a new kingdom. We're in the kingdom of God now. Once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we're in the kingdom of light. We're children of light now. And I want to remind you, always remember to rely on the Holy Spirit to help you through the process Jesus let us know in John 14 that he will be in you, the Holy Spirit, that is, the comforter, the helper. He will be in you and with you all the time. And, and, and in Philippians, excuse me, Philippians, the second chapter, 13th verse, says that it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Whatever his will, plan, and purpose is for our lives, he is in us in order to make that happen if we look to him and rely on him in order to help us through the process. Praise God. Well, I thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God. Restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come. They that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, send all correspondence to Spirit of Life Ministries. P.O. Box 210081, Milwaukee, Wisconsin 53221. Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.